for Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showing us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sep Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, June the 11th. Gosh, darn did it get hot yesterday. I don't think we were ready for that. Wasn't it just a week or so ago it was raining and in the 60s? Um, man, did it turn hot in a hurry, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be all good. It's going to help. Uh, it's going to help with some things. It's going to hurt a few things as well. Obviously we got to, uh, watch our fire season and all that other cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, got a little bit warm, it's supposed to be cooling off this weekend. So if you're, uh, if you're in the truck headed to the Delta or headed somewhere to go fishing, uh, this morning, it should, uh, should be cooling off a little bit as well. Um, hopefully anyway, so, so much going on, <clears throat> start off with, uh, the apex cup going on in, uh, in San Diego. They're, uh, uh, they have, uh, they've loaded the guys up. They're fishing, uh, El Cap, uh, El Capitan the first two days. And then Sunday's championship round, we'll move over with the final 10, um, to San B, San Vicente. So, um, a bunch of Delta rats in the lead, uh, down there. You know, if you, if you're a big fan, you like to follow along with the apex cup, um, <clears throat> no one thing. There is uh, no cell service at, uh, at El Cap. And, uh, once the guys get up to the launch ramp, put their boats in the water, um, they have no cell service, which eliminates on the fish count side, everybody following along on Tourney X. Cause, uh, a lot of the guys had to come down from the lake yesterday and then input, uh, their fish and their, the fish pictures that they do. So, uh, remember with Apex, they have two different ways to qualify total weight and five fish. And, uh, and total keeper count. So they'll take the top five total weight, top five total keeper count, uh, into Sunday's championship round. So, um, Greg Troughton, God, I talked to him last night and we tried to get him on the show and, uh, tried to catch up to him earlier this morning, hop in the truck with him like we do, um, so often with, uh, with our tournament leaders. Unfortunately, they had to go pick their boats up at El Cajon Ford. That's where they were storing them. <clears throat> head to the lake, get on the water, get through the gate. Um, and he was just going to be in an area where he had zero cell service. Um, but kind of surprised Greg. He didn't even know he was leading the tournament. I think I caught him, uh, uh caught him by surprise last night, but, uh, Randy McBride had, had got me the results. And, uh, and yeah, so that's why it was uh, a little bit, uh, late with, uh, Wild West Bastro doing. I told him I thought it was like the witness protection plan and no one could find the results, but, um, so much going on down there and, and, uh, uh, Troughton, you know, he's an old Delta rat. So pretty cool to see him go to Southern California and, uh, and catch him in, uh, in the clear small lakes down there. Joey Skim, another Delta rat, uh, driving the Gone Fisher Marine boat. So Joey's in, uh, uh, Joey's in sector. Yeah. Troughton driving CNC Marine boat. So it's a battle of the Ranger dealers up here. Christian Ostrander, um, ah, kid can catch him everywhere he goes. 
uh, Christian in third, Matt Nadeau in fourth, Nick Salvucci having a great year, man. He's, uh, he's the hottest fisherman in, uh, in California right now. Absolutely. Um, just crushing him. And, and I, I said that he's the hottest fisherman in California and all of my friends who are Kenny Ma fans went, Whoa, what about Ken Ma? Uh, well, not yesterday anyway. So that's why Nick took the lead on that one. Uh, KJ, Kevin Johnson, um, the battery boy, uh, Kevin Johnson, uh, where's he? One, two, three, four, five, six place. Uh, Hayden Lee, uh, the kid that thought that the ultimate bass radio show was on at 5 PM and didn't call in last weekend when he was supposed to Joe Uribe, John Pearl, Luke Johns having another good tournament, uh, and William Ponting. So, uh, that one's going to be fun to kind of watch, but hard to. Hard to keep track of, uh, of the Turniac stuff going on, but, um, they're definitely battling it out. And then you remember, uh, way back a few months ago, um, they had to cancel the final day at Lake Mojave and, uh, they're going to, uh, be taking the final, um, the uh, final 10 at Mojave on Monday to Pyramid Lake. And, uh, they're going to be, uh, be fishing pyramids. So they're going to finally settle the score on that one. Scott Hellison taking the lead, uh, there as well as the lead, uh, into the, uh, angler of the year race. And, uh, this will be the final event of the year, uh, at, uh, at San V and, uh, they will, they will decide the top 20, uh, from the apex cup that will be going on next year to fish, uh, a big championship they're going to have. Uh, in the spring. Don't know a lot about it, but they are going to be having a, a big combined circuit championship, um, is what we're hearing. So, uh, should be interesting one to watch and, uh, and kind of see, uh, how that one goes. Man, got to go fishing, got to go spend some time at Clear Lake, which was fun. You know, NASCAR comes to town, uh, Sonoma this weekend. So if you're, uh, uh, one of our early rising friends who are maybe headed to Bodega Bay, uh, for the weekend, just keep in mind, uh, tomorrow's gonna be ugly coming back over Highway 37. So we'll thought you like, let you know that, uh, it always gets crazy in the afternoon over there when, uh, when NASCAR gets out. But, uh, if you're headed that way or Lake Berryessa, any of that stuff, just, uh, just be aware of it. But, uh, when that happens, I get to hang out with my buddies from Stuart Haas Racing and, uh, my old buddy Cheddar Smith and, uh, a few of the guys got to go, uh, go up to Clear Lake and go fishing. Stayed at Uncle Wallet's house. Bite for us was tough. Um, although, you know, cooking bluefin tuna and tri-tip and a lot of other things that we did got into some of our fishing time. I'm just going to tell you, but it was, uh, it was fun. We had a great time over there. Um, and it was good to get on Clear Lake. Man, it's, uh, it's low and the weeds are starting to grow. And I thought, uh, you know, everybody likes to get to Clear Lake this time of year and we get to catch up with our old buddy Ross England in a few minutes. Always fun when we get to hang out with him. Uh, we don't hear from him as often as we should. Uh, and then a little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking to, uh, uh, to Paul Bailey. Oh yeah. And I almost forgot to tell you, we, we are going to be hooking up with a guy who is the self-proclaimed King of Clear Lake. Just so you know, uh, he actually is kind of the King of Clear Lake when you start talking about tournament results. Um, oh, buddy Skeet Reese joins us. So we're going to be hanging out with, uh, with Skeet. He is, uh, in Virginia, headed to Virginia or in Virginia, uh, for the next, um, MLF Pro Tour event. So we're going to be, uh, just hanging out with Skeet, talking a little bit about the last week's, um, Bass Pro Tour. That was a kind of a cool, uh, cool event to watch, uh, as well. Skeet made a big run at him, uh, in his qualifying round. He had a really tough first day qualifying round. It happens to the best of us. Apparently he caught one, uh, and then stepped up, uh, a little later in, uh, the second round. And, uh, made a big run at him, had a big string and, uh, and just couldn't, uh, couldn't quite get into that top 20 he needed to get into to move into the knockout round. But, uh, we'll talk to Skeet, 
uh, a little bit too about that and uh, all kinds of cool stuff. We'll talk some post spawn fishing with him as well. So, um, this last week though, uh, Watts Bar Lake wrapped up the Bass Pro Tour. Ryan Saltzman, yeah, a name that uh, maybe a lot of us are not uh, not too familiar with, but uh, but uh, Alabama pro. So uh, that was kind of cool. He held off Jacob Wheeler. No easy task these days. Uh, Jacob Wheeler uh, finishing up in uh, in second there uh, at that one, and uh, and it was uh, it was everybody thought, man. It, I, I started getting text messages. Wheeler's going to win another one. Uh, Dakota Ebear, Randall Tharp. Mark Davis, KVD in sixth, uh, was the uh, leader of the Group A um, qualifying round after two days. So Kevin uh, catched him pretty good back there. Anytime you put him on uh, a Tennessee River impoundment, he's going to catch him. Alton Jones, our lone Californian in the top ten. Brent Ayler finishing up in eighth. Fletcher Shryrock in ninth. And uh, David Walker, the Group B leader. So it's cool to see the old guys doing good, uh, KVD and David Walker. So uh, that was pretty cool to uh uh, pretty cool to see. And, and, uh, it was, uh, it was kind of a battle back there, but, um, tough fishing for, uh, for a few of the folks as well. Hey, let's talk about a little bit about the heat. Um, and we, we kind of cover this a little bit. And, and every year we talk a little bit about fishing in the heat, electrolytes, what you got to do and, 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 and avoid and do and just drinking water guys doesn't cut it. Uh, and you really have to start. Um, a full day or two ahead of when you know you're going to be fishing out there, uh, in the heat. And it looks like we're just getting ready for, uh, for some hot weather this summer. So, um, but just some things to avoid caffeine for sure. Um, you know, that, uh, that 84 ounce Yeti full of coffee in the mornings, not doing you any favors when you're out there fishing, uh, in the heat. And the one thing you got to understand is water alone is just not going to replace the electrolytes if you get down. And we've all been out in the heat. You start getting hot. You start, you're not sweating. You're not going to the bathroom. Uh, you're, uh, you're just fuzzy. You know, you're just kind of fuzzy in the head sometimes when, uh, when those electrolytes get low. So just, I mean, a few things. Um, obviously sugary, um, sports drinks, Gatorades type, they will definitely help. They will, they will, um, give you some electrolytes back and everybody thinks that's all you have to do. Drink Gatorade. We're, you're fine. But, uh, there's some other things out there. You know, I mean, I have, uh, I've uh, kind of talked about this over the years, but coconut water, uh, one of the best forms of, uh, of replacing it tastes like hell, but it works really good. Um, and if you like coconut, I guess it's all right, but, uh, you know, just keep a, a couple of cans of those in the ice chest. The other one that is really super high in electrolytes, actually more than Gatorade, um, is, uh, is V8 tomato juice. So if you can, uh, uh, if you like that, um, I know some of you like to add a clear liquid to your V8. Don't do that. Um, but, uh, a little V8 also works, uh, very well, uh, in replacing electrolytes. Uh, the other one kind of nasty, but, uh, but a lot of folks do is pickle juice. Yeah. You know, you get that jar of dill pickles and, uh, the juice that you normally just pour down the drain when you're done. Uh, a lot of folks drink pickle juice to, uh, to bring back the electrolytes as well. Um, and then, uh, you know, liquid IV, some of those types of, uh, products, Pedialyte, uh, some of the powdered substances that you can put into a bottle of water uh, work really well. But like I say, man, you need to really start building those electrolytes up a day or two before you're going to be on the water. Uh, not so much, you know, geez, it's 11 or 12 o'clock. It's hot out here. Now I'm starting to feel like I have to do it. You're too late. You're behind the, you're behind the curve there. So, um, some of the foods uh, that you can do, obviously the fruits, um, strawberries, watermelon, uh, apricots, those types of things you can throw in the boat. You know, I've, I've for years, uh, 
uh, have uh, have just you know thrown some sliced watermelon in the cooler. It's a nice cool treat when you're out there fishing uh, in a hundred degree day as well. So uh, that's always a, a good idea to do. Like I say, strawberries work really really well. Um, you know, there's a few things that you can uh, eat that are high in electrolytes, uh, spinach, those types of things. Not things you're gonna probably snack on in the boat, but something you could definitely do the night before you get on the water. But uh, start early. That's the key. Avoid the caffeines. Obviously, avoid alcohol. Uh, avoid sodas, uh, those types of things. And uh, and you'll you'll feel a lot better when you're uh, when you're out there fishing. The other thing that you can kind of keep in the boat for some snacks: sunflower seeds, both high in sodium. Uh, and uh, and replace the electrolytes that are so important. Um, almonds, those types of things. Some of the stuff that we all already carry in the boat, we just kind of have to remind ourselves these are the kind of things we have to do. So just trying to help you uh, get out there and fish in the uh, uh, in the heat in, uh, when it gets so hot. So uh, that part's cool. Hey, big news. Big news in the Idaho bass fishing world. Congratulations to uh, Brandon and Tiffany Palinick. Their, uh, their daughter held off. Uh, why Brandon was trying to, to, uh, keep the angler of the year lead, uh, last week. And, uh, but she did make it right after dad got home from the tournament. So congratulations to, uh, uh, to BP, uh, in Tiffany. That's, uh, that's awful cool. Hey, up at Clear Lake, uh, got up there and found out, man, there's a lot of boat trainers up here. Well, California Bass Federation had one of their championships up there, or not championships, but qualifiers. Uh, Miles Kaninko winning that one, uh, uh, pretty big day yesterday, 2025 at 3598. Um, AJ Holt, Tony Hunt, Aaron Christ, Ryan Vincent, uh, Mike Nimick, Hunter Jacobson was the day one leader. Um, Justin Arellano, Cody Christ, and Raymond Tax. A great job, guys. And uh, on over on the co-angler side, making the team, uh, Pete Jacobson, uh, which is, uh, it was cool to see Pete catch him. So great job, Pete. Obviously, you're catching him better than the kid is. Uh, held on both days, but, uh, good job. Uh, to Pete Hunter running around in the Thompson's auto group boat. You guys see running around. On Folsom, with so many of you think it's me, which is cool because he catches a lot more fish than I do. So now I can go fish all my spots that suck and, you know, you know how that goes. But anyway, so much happening. We're going to jump into our first set of breaks. We're going to go straight to Lakeport, hang out with our old buddy Ross England. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho in tubes, trailers in chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures 
and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. Westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. Westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now, it's time for Doc Talk. It is time for Doc Talk, and I gotta tell you, it's pretty cool when you look down at your phone and the only two names on hold, uh, when you want to talk a little bit about Clear Lake, is Ross England and Skeet Reese. So let's go to Skeet's opening act, my old buddy Ross England. What's going on, pal? Hey, I'm doing well, Kent. How are you guys doing? Good. You, you've never been referred to as Skeet's opening act, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> Hey, you can tell him, that, hey, the reel I took from him is still working just fine. Did you take a reel from him? Good. No, I do that every chance I can. You know, I get in his garage and try to steal Lucky Crafts. And I don't have him brought up on the line, which is great. So we can just pick on him. So, oh, uh, all know. right. Yeah. Hey, and, you know, if we could ever get some water up, you could you could see if he had any beer in that outside refrigerator on the deck of his house, too. But, you know, that wouldn't be so bad. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Hey, it's, can, it's been an interesting couple of years up here, hasn't it? It really has. I, You know, obviously, you know, I was at the lake for a couple of days this week and sure. uh and you know we fishing was about fourth on our priority list to be honest with you we we spent a lot of time hanging out at uncle wally's house and uh i think you were fishing while we were drinking coffee and waving at you the other day but um yep you know buddy i just uh i just couldn't believe you know is how low the lake is how far the grass is growing out and with the hot days like we had yesterday i'm thinking man it's going to be another 300 yards of grass here you know by the fourth of july yeah, it's going to be a real interesting uh, set of circumstances this summer. With the you know the lake started out a foot lower this year. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be. It's been a, an adventure. Let's just put it that way. I mean, you know, the fishing is 
is really not bad if you fish the way that you need to fish to catch fish, which is right now, you know, you got to be fishing around bedding fish or fishing for bedding fish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the little bit of a deep bite, but it's way slower. You know, you can, if you're dialed into, and it doesn't make any difference from the state park all the way around through Lakeport, Nice, Lucerne, if you can find water clear enough, there's plenty of fish that are up on beds and in the bedding areas that either are still spawning, getting ready to spawn, or already have spawned. And there's a bite out there, and, you know, for the guys who are doing it, you can catch 25 to 35 fish a day. That are going to weigh 12, 12, they'll weigh 12 to 15 pounds for the most part. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. a good, a good day for us is, you know, we'll catch one five pound fish on top water and then we'll fill out, you know, maybe four, three and a half pounders during the course of the day after you weed through that many fish and, and you're looking at 17 to 18 and a half pounds. Yeah. Getting over 20 is a tough deal, but it always has been this time of year. Absolutely. And one of the things that messed me up was, you know, when you had 300 yards of weeds from the bank out to uh, the break line, it, <laughs> it was hard to put that frog down. And by God, I was the only one that wanted the frog yesterday, but uh, and the day before. <laughs> it's going to happen, and I'm going to have to oh, come dude. back. <laughs> you know, that's just frog fishing. Yeah, yeah. But, you Bugs know, we, and windshields. We, we, yeah, we, you know, we bounce around throwing uh, poppers and, and uh, one morning, you know, we'll catch eight, nine, ten fish. Yeah. N- next morning, we'll catch two or three. It's just they're all fry garters. I mean, every one of them. The carp are still active in some of those big weed beds. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just the, re- it's, the fish are just really inconsistent, in my opinion. Well, um, that was what I found. We're going to fish the way we want. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, I'm doing what I want. I'm at Clear Lake. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, that's exactly how it went for me. Um, you know, that's why I called you the other day, but no, you know, I mean, that, that part's kind of cool. Yeah. The carp are definitely starting to take off and, and, uh, and obviously this is the time of year where you start seeing a few carp boats up there as well. So it's, uh, it's kind of, cool. yeah, they, they started showing up this last week. Um, you know, we've, I, as, as you know, I love sight fishing. It's one of my favorite things to do. I wait all year to be able to do it. And yeah. April was a bust. Um, last month it kind of started up. I think the thing that really is making me a little bit nervous about things is I can say that all the days I've spent out on the water here so far, I've only seen one fish that I, you know, think is over a seven pound fish. Yeah. Um, but there's so much, you know, we're so tuned into where we fish, how we fish, the places that we normally fish. Who knows what's going on a hundred yards behind us? <laughs> exactly. You know, you can get out there, and you know, it's still only four or five or six feet deep, which is plenty fine for them to do their thing, and you know, it could be completely unmolested. No, exactly right. We talked about that the other day. There's got to be stuff up there that nobody's ever seen, and uh, you know, if it would just draw down like Clear Lake again, you know, or get up like Clear Lake again, those fish would get back where they're supposed to be. So. Uh, it's, well, you uh, know it's going to happen. Oh yeah, we'll get watered; it'll flood. Oh, I know, but we're going to have a lot of cover on the bank, man. Gosh darn, they're going to be oh, everywhere. Gee, and, what a mess! And I will tell you, from going through the weeds at Clear Lake, we had a great spawn. Uh, there are a ton of little fry, but I think they all came in about the same month. You know, we didn't get that drawn out three or four month spawn this year. Yeah, it was it was late. Yeah. Um, you know, we we thought the spawn was going to start early because actually the end of March we started seeing some and then it just like stopped. Yep. 
Yep. Nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. The weather was so weird. You know, we'd get warm days, then we'd get cold days. It just, what a mess. Well, I've got Paul Bailey coming up a little bit later to talk clear like two, and Paul's going to tell us how to catch a 10-pounder. And uh, just, you know, we're going to talk about big bait fishing with Paul and, and uh, this time of year, it just how rough it can be. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, yeah, you know, one of those deals. Well, hey, buddy, we're making Skeet homesick, so we got to jump over to him. But before we do, how can folks get uh, in the boat, maybe for a guide trip, to hang out with you? Uh, give me a call at 707-349-1427. Clear Lake Guide Service online and uh, your weekly Clear Lake report, which I catch because it gives me a good starting spot and also uh, keeps me up to date on all the launching issues. Uh, where's the best place to follow along with your weekly Clear Lake report? Uh, that's Clear Lake Guide Service on YouTube. Clear Lake Guide Service on YouTube is a great place to catch up with Ross, watch his videos. He does a great job and uh, and you can definitely uh, keep up uh, on, you know, how the launch and, and, and everything's going on throughout the summer. Buddy. Yeah, we do our best with it. Yeah, I always appreciate you hanging out with us and I know you're probably headed to the lake this morning. Uh, you never know what might happen. <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Hey, thanks a bunch, Ken. You bet. Ross with guys at Clear Lake Guide Service. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Ken Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. He probably is a little homesick with all this talk about Clear Lake, but he's at the James River uh, all the way back in Virginia getting ready for uh, the next stop on the uh, pro circuit uh, with Major League Fishing. The guy in the big yellow truck, our old buddy Skeet Reese. Are, are you homesick? Do you want to go hang out at your Clear Lake house? I am homesick. <laughs> Heck, I've only been home, I think, 10 days since February, it seems like, so... Yeah, I'm ready to get my ass back there. I think my family's ready for me to be home too. So no, they're not. They don't like you that much. You know that. That's a good point. <laughs> the girls, what day it is. The girls are not that fond of you. You're still weird. If you, uh, you know, they're... well, they're fond of my pocketbook. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You got a couple of little broke. <laughs> you got a couple of little broke friends who think you're rich. Ah, <laughs> uh, good point. Yeah, good so... point. Good point. Well, it is, uh, it is interesting at Clear Lake. Obviously, uh, you got to, got a chance to hear Ross while you were on hold and, and, uh, it's weird, man. The lake's pretty low. If, to get to your house, you're going to need a quad. Uh, yes. My house is, I don't, uh, well, there's about a foot of water in the canal right now, but it, the mouth is about two foot out of water. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, I was, I, I got to go up there a couple weeks ago. I took, uh, the winter from, uh, winner from a mercury in major league fishing trip yeah and uh he flew in from orange texas and uh we got on the lake caught had a great time caught 30 to 40 fish 
Uh, like Ross said, there was just tons of bedding fish everywhere. Saw more fish than I think I've ever seen before. But then, once again, I don't think we ever saw a fish over five pounds. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting to be able to fish, you know, see that many fish on that lake and not see a quality fish. And um, it's it's uncharted territory. I mean, I I've, I think we've all been fishing Clear Lake for quite a while, um, <laughs> and I've never seen it like this. And most people, I guess, have probably never seen it like this. Right. Um, and so it is. It's like it's learning. You're learning a new lake right now. Fish are positioned different, and and I believe what Ross was saying is that those fish are. Uh, there's a whole lot of fish spawning out behind you right now that uh, you know you, you just you'll never see them. Yeah. Um, and that's typically what happens. Those big, those a lot of those bigger fish spawn deeper, anyways, and uh, they can get out to that grass in four or five foot of water and a little hard spot and a little hole and never have a chance. But I am surprised to hear you say that you couldn't catch them on the frog. So you got stubborn and tried force feeding them. I did. Uh, You've seen me do that, haven't you? you? Uh, no, yeah, yes, a lot. So, <laughs> um, you, uh, you, you do, you do live and die by that thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it, it, this, what's usually fun is this time of year. June is usually when it starts kicking in. That June, July bite, the frog bite just gets stupid, and there's so much fun up there. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little disappointing to hear you say that it hadn't popped yet. So maybe by the time you actually do get to come home, we can go to Clear Lake get some on a frog skeet. Hey, I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'll just sit in the back seat and let you troll me around. All right. Well, hey, let's talk about last week uh, a little bit. You made a run at him, buddy. That first day did, didn't do you any favors, but you made a big run at him. Tried to get into that knockout round. I did. I just I had poor execution. Um, yeah, you know, it's not too often I lose. You know, flip fish. Um, yeah. And I lost three scoreables that first day uh, flipping. I lost one on top water, and then I hooked something else on a on a general under the dock that I still don't know what it was. But um, yeah, I had I had the opportunity to have that ten to thirteen pound range on day one, and then uh, on but you know to catch one three pounders like ugh. But day two it was a struggle same thing. I caught uh, I caught two kind of early, and then uh, it was. Yeah, we're right up. Can you hear the airplanes? Like, yeah, <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's not um, too bad. Anyway, so we, um, yeah, I just, I covered a lot of water trying to fish main, you know, main current, shallow stuff, uh, flipping docks. I uh, finally jacked one about two pounds, jumped twice and come undone. And I'm like, oh, this ain't working. So I made another run to another area. And I finally figured out the bite in that last hour and a half. And those little things were dirt shallow. Uh, I caught them burning a little Lucky Craft 1.5 uh, up on some shallow rock, anything that was in a foot of water. Uh, and, yeah, it started jacking them. And I think if I had about 20 more minutes or so or maybe five minutes, I have no idea, but uh, I would have had a better chance to make the knockout round. So missing it by two pounds sucked. Yeah. But I did, I mean, that little rally at the end there kind of saved my ass when it comes to points. And, you know, I still fell five places, but uh, I'm still in position to, you know, feel qualified red for Redcrest right now. So that's yeah, my you, main focus. Exactly. Sitting right now in 45th in the point standings on the Bass Pro Tour. Need to, need to at least get in that top 40. <laughs> that's 
Yeah, that wasn't an airplane, just so you know. But uh, yeah, you need, yeah, to, need to get into that top forty, and then and then obviously nineteenth uh, place right now in the uh, in the tour in the pro circuit, and uh, and you're getting ready to uh, head there as well, and uh, uh, and uh, get after them at uh, uh, the Virginia on the James River. So uh, yeah, you got to catch them there too, buddy. I do. Um, you know, I'm sitting in good shape right now, but uh, I'd like to, you know. I'd like to move up in the top 10 points if possible, finish the season in the top 10 on, on this side. Um, you know, James River, I haven't been to in, gosh, I don't know, 15-some-odd years. It's been a long time. But it's, you know, it's a tidal river system uh, that I've done, you know, this side of the country I've done well, so I feel like it fits my style of fishing. Obviously, Potomac River is right next door, so it's been yeah. good to me. The Potomac so, has been pretty to good to you, actually, over the years, it hasn't has it? Been, yeah, yeah, it has been very good to me. So, try to use some of that knowledge and uh, use it here, um, and see what I can catch. So, yeah. somehow roll out of here with a W. I'd be stoked. Well, you get to hang out with your brother at least all the way across the country. I can't, and we actually. So, I came in a little bit early. Um, I was over, staying, I was still staying at John Murray's house at Watts Bar. And, um, but I, I came in yesterday, so my brother and I could watch the Warriors game last night. <laughs> He's and, a big uh, Warrior fan for sure. Oh uh, yeah, so we uh, yeah we watched the game, and uh, now he just actually left to go go to the Potomac River and. He's going to go pre-fish there. He's debating whether he's going to fish the Toyota Series there uh, the week after the uh, the Pro Circuit event here. Gotcha covered. Well, I knew you were at the Murray's house. Uh, we had Papa Murr on the show last week before the Watts Bar Lake uh, event or during the Watts Bar Lake event. Yeah. Um, and you know, we talked about, we talked about whether TJ was going to be able to get into Uncle Skeet's boat while it was there, uh, and maybe get a few lucky crafts. And, uh, we did, you know, how'd that go? That kid has got more tackle. He brought all his rods out the other day because he blew his motor, unfortunately, on his boat. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. He, and so he had to unload his boat. And I'm like, dude, you got as many rods as a touring pro. <laughs> you got tackle everywhere. So, yeah, he just goes and he, he swipes all of his dad's stuff. And then uh, I managed to hook him up a little bit of stuff. But Then he waits um, for you and Uncle Brent to show up for some uh, yeah, Lucky he, Craft connections. Yeah. He's not going without. I will tell you that. <laughs> well, that's good. We got to take care of TJ Murray. He's uh, he's the next one to come along. So we got to take care oh, of man, TJ. He's beat up with it. Yeah, he's no. beat up with it. It's that's fun to watch him. How cool is it for him? Obviously, to have John Murray as a dad because John Murray's been all of our dads. But uh, but how cool is it to uh, you know? I mean, you know, if you're eat up with bass fishing and you get to have Skeet and Brent Ayler hanging out at your house for a week, it's got to be pretty fun for him. I would think so. I mean, he, yeah. I think he's kind of immune to it. I mean, it's like anything. You grow up around people that know different. Exactly. His friend base that came by, he'd say, yeah, they, they, they all had friends come by, and they just, yeah, they're, they get pretty they get pretty giddy, like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, and the TJ's like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I've, <laughs> these guys are idiots. I've known them my whole life. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Well, buddy, I've I, still always... gave, I still gave TJ his first atomic wedgie, and he's still – he still cringes every time I come by him because of it. Nice, nice. But you did build him a chicken coop, so you're you're all good. You're all I good. Did. I... <laughs> well, always fun to hook up with you, buddy. Best of luck next week. Uh, you guys can follow along. MajorLeagueFishing.com, the uh, the pro circuit going on uh, next week, and the James River from the 16th through the 19th. Keep an eye uh, on the Reese brothers and see how they do uh, back there as well. Buddy, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, see you when you get home, pal.
Remember, okay, remember, I have tuna. Remember, I have tuna. Tuna. I like tuna. I know. Yeah, we'll hook up when you yeah. get home. See you, pal. Perfect. All Thanks. right. All right, buddy. Skeet Reese. Always fun when we get to hang out uh, with Skeet. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going back to Clear Lake. Talk to Paul Bailey. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V Aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z-175 to the Ranger Cup Z-521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line gone fish and marine in dixon online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com attention bass anglers if you haven't added the frenzy nail or whack-a-sack jig heads to your tackle box you are missing out designed by tournament winning pro greg gutierrez the frenzy nail and whack-a-sack were a large part of his record-setting season and wild west angler of the year title the nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover and the cr barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook available in two sizes and four colors the whack-a-sack allows you to fish any plastic in any cover, rigged wacky or nose hooked. See the tournament winning baits from Frenzy at your local tackle store or online at frenzybaits.com and start catching more fish. Get out there, good luck, have some good times with it. It works, trust me. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey guys, Randy Pringle and the crew in the Best Bass Tournaments have a full couple of months coming up for you at the Motherload region at the Delta, uh, June the 18th. The Central region at the Delta, June the 19th. And, uh, don't forget the Northern region. You're going to be back up at Clear Lake June the 25th. So many great events with the Best Bass Tournaments, uh, still yet to come throughout the summer. And don't forget to mark it on your calendar. Get ready. The Snag Proof Open is back October 6th and 7th at Russo's Marina. Check it all out. BestBassTournaments.com. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. You know, I told Ross England that he was Skeet Reese's opening act to talk a little bit about Clear Lake. Heck, let's just tell Paul Bailey he had Ross England and Skeet Reese's as opening act. All right, buddy, for Big Bait Bailey Guide Service, Paul Bailey. What's going on, skinny kid? How you doing, Kent? Good. You know, uh, I just I just kind of booked this way, uh, you know, after I started making some calls. I was at Clear Lake, but uh, we just kind of got a bunch of Clear Lake experts to uh, hang out with us and uh, talk a little bit about the big pond today. Hey, there you go. You know, there's a bunch of us out here in the parking lot. Everybody's kind of 
doing the Saturday morning thing, getting ready to go fishing. Yeah, you know, uh, well, the Federation was there. Obviously, you probably saw that this week. I, I thought there was an FLW tournament in town. There were so many trailers at Clear Lake at uh, Fifth Street. Yeah, you know, there's there's every weekend, you know that, every weekend we got a 100-boat deal going down here, and uh, this place yeah. still pumps them out. We don't know how it happens. It it really does, and uh, and, and it's uh, – it's it's super low, man. It's uh, I've never I don't think I've seen the lake at the at the level it is right now. Maybe I have later in the year, but definitely not in June. Yeah, definitely not in June. We actually had to wait here in the parking lot. Someone uh, dumped their trailer off the end of the launch ramp here at County Park, so they were all swimming in the water trying to get it out. <laughs> uh, be careful when you're up here, you guys. Be careful on the launch ramps. All the docks are going to be marked with either a blue line, an orange line, or a yellow line. And look at those docks on the launch ramps. That's where the launch ramp ends, you guys. Don't drop your back wheels past those lines if you do come up here. That'll that'll save you a huge headache. Yeah, and uh, and they fall off fast, don't they? Yeah, they go off into these deep holes. You know, it's not super deep, but it's just enough to get your axle and your wheels caught up down there. Um, and the worst thing is to have to go swimming in the morning to get it out. Then you're wet all day and you're fishing wet, and that's no fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty hard to lift a tandem axle trailer, isn't it? It is. It really is. I mean, you get them underwater; those tires those tires help you out a bunch with the air in there. But it still isn't light. That's for sure. Sounds like you're talking from experience, Bailey. Absolutely. You, you know me, I did it in a top 10 FLW cut. I was just telling my clients that story and uh, it is embarrassing and not fun at all. Well, how, how are your clients going to go fishing today? Are they, are they, since they're with Big Bait Bailey, will there be any big baits involved today? Yeah, we're going to go out. We'll throw some glides and some wake baits first thing in the morning here. And then uh, once that sun comes over the hill in Lucerne, you know, we'll kind of switch it up and put some spooks and some whopper ploppers and and then we'll go look at them if we can see them. You know, we kind of just mix it up this time of year. You got fishes in all stages, so swim baits early, throw some top water, and then go warming and have some fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a kind of a good deal. We're probably holding you up from your guide trip right now, aren't we? Absolutely, they're just staring at me like, dude, let's go. Uh, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. We don't want to we don't want to <laughs> hold them up too long, but uh, but you know, just a little while, dude. Can can you still go big bait fishing on Clear Lake? Because everybody I see's got a margarita mutilator tied on the drop shot. Yeah, you know, you can still go swim bait fishing here right now. There's a lot of fish that are post-spawn. Um, there's even some fish that are pre-spawn. I'm seeing some really fat ones pull up on the beds right now, which is uh, typical for Clear Lake. They'll spawn through August. But, yes, you can definitely go through a swim bait. You're going to have to commit to it. It's not the Clear Lake it used to be for the big baits, but they do they do still bite it. You just got to put it in your hand. Yeah, and uh, and throw it all day long, and it's hard for a lot of folks to pick that up and do that, isn't it? It really is. You know, it's a confidence thing. You know, as soon as you get one, you've got the confidence and you know that they're going to do it. You kind of know how they're going to do it. So just get a little confidence, keep it in your hand and, and, and go throw that thing. No, exactly right. Exactly right. A lot of weeds up there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Obviously, frog fishing, punching is going to be going to be the thing to uh, uh, thing to do up there as well. Uh, coming up, man. Hey, I'm going to let your clients uh, not miss too much topwater fishing this morning. Uh, what's the best way folks can uh, get on board, go fishing with you and there's some rumor, how long are you still going to be hanging out at Clear Lake? I'll be at Clear Lake through spring of next year as of right now. Okay. So, yeah, I'll be here I'll be here for a full winter season again, and uh, that's the best time to go fishing here at Clear Lake. But email me, guys, bigbaitbailey at gmail.com. We'll get you set up with a date that works for you and, uh, and get out there and fishing on Clear Lake. You got it, buddy. We're going to let you get on the water. I know these folks want to get on the water. They're paying you, so uh, we're going to let them, let them not miss too much topwater time. 
Right on, Ken. Have a good morning, you guys. You got it. Paul Bailey, Big Big Bailey Guide Service. Always fun we get to hook up uh, with Paul as well. So he has kind of, you know, kind of the Reader's Digest version of uh, of what's going on at Clear Lake. Um, it is, it's still pretty good. You've got to maybe adapt a little bit to what the fish are telling you to do and not be so hard-headed uh, like some of us and uh, and try to force feed them a frog or force feed them a walking bait or a popper or some of the other stuff. But uh, but a great time to get out there. Still a lot going on on our reservoirs too. And, and obviously we know there's a, you know, there's a ton of boat traffic on our lakes. Uh, and it seems like uh, a lot of new boat owners hanging out with us. So, uh, you know, we definitely are, uh, we're definitely are seeing that you got to get out and, uh, and, you know, fish early on the weekends, maybe get off the water, uh, a little bit earlier or, uh, really kind of concentrate on those lakes, uh, for five mile an hour zones, whether they're big coves, whether the ends of the rivers, uh, marinas, a lot of those types of things. Uh, that can keep you out of some of the boat traffic as well. There's still some great lakes, uh, uh, you know, like Pardee and some of those that don't allow, um, uh, water skiing or a jet ski and all that other fun stuff. So you can definitely look at, uh, some of those lakes to, uh, maybe venture off in night fishing. I know I hate it. I mean, in my career, I've been about a half a dozen times total. Uh, but night fishing, still a great opportunity. Not many guys doing that at Clear Lake. Uh, like they used to in the past in the old Lunker Larry, Larry Hemphill days. Uh, there are not so many folks up there fishing, uh, fishing at night, um, at Clear Lake, but, uh, night fishing on Amador, Clear Lake, Comanche, uh, Orville, still pretty good. So, uh, that's something to look at to beat the heat a little bit, uh, and beat the summer boat traffic. And the Delta, uh, sometimes you can just kind of concentrate on those large five mile an hour areas, uh, whether it's a five mile an hour slough or a five mile an hour area. Uh, sneak into those areas and, uh, and plan on being in them, you know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock during the, during the morning and, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a chance to go fishing. So, uh, just a few tips to get you on the water, uh, with our summer boat traffic season. Stick around guys. We're going to Sonoma. Hang out with our buddy from Stewart House Racing. Cheddar Smith hangs out with us. Stick around. Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fish into their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. 
Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, guys, you can follow along all weekend long the Wild West Bass Trails Apex Cup uh, in San Diego. San Vicente uh, and... Uh, uh, will be the final round, uh, championship round. So you guys can follow along and keep an eye on that, uh, as well. That was going to be a lot of fun. But the other thing you don't want to miss out on, uh, still some great events, uh, coming up, uh, uh, with, uh, with the Wild West Bass Trail. And, and they've got some, uh, uh, some events left in, uh, in the, uh, in the Pacific Northwest and, uh, and also, uh, also some events, uh, coming up in Southern California. So don't miss out. Still a lot going on with the Wild West Bass Trail. They're wrapping down a lot of their seasons, winding things up, uh, but the kayak series and a few other events, still plenty to do with the Wild West Bass Trail. And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. You guys all have that fishing buddy that has cost you a lot of money in fishing tackle. Well, I'm that guy's buddy, uh, this guy's buddy anyway. So, uh, uh, every year when, uh, when NASCAR comes to Sonoma, we get an opportunity to hang out, go fishing. Uh, we got a little chance when they were down in Irvine to go, uh, uh, fish with Rick Grover this year. Any chance we can get in a boat together, we do. Uh, one of my best friends, one of my pals, he is the, uh, car chief for the number four, Stuart Haas, Ford Mustang, uh, that will be over in Sonoma this weekend, driven by Kevin Harvick, uh, my old buddy. Cheddar Smith. And I get asked so often, why do they call him Cheddar? What are you doing, Kent? How are you this morning, buddy? Good, buddy. I get asked so often, why do, Why Cheddar? Is his name really Cheddar? Uh, man, what a, what a terrible nickname to get stuck with, huh? You, you didn't pick that one, apparently. I moved, I moved to North Carolina as 18 and started racing. I, I racing for Michael Waltrip, actually, and I was working on his car, doing his tires for him on that team, and my friend's like, and the guy hired me, he says, what's, what's your name? I said, it's Bob Smith. He said, we ain't having no Bob Smith around here. He said, where are you from? I said, Wisconsin. He said, oh, he's your cheddar. And just cheddar. I yeah. made the biggest mistake of hating it, of course. So then it stuck. It has, it has stuck and, uh, and progressed. Obviously, uh, you spent a little bit of time. I, I made the mistake of hooking you up with our buddy, the big show, Terry Scroggins, to do some fishing in Florida. And, uh, he's kind of shortened it just to cheese. Yeah, he has, and he's got his way of doing that, I guess, too. So if you know Mr. Scroggins, you're not going to argue with him. So cheese it is with him. Cheese it is. Well, you know, buddy, it's got to, it's it's always fun when we get a chance to go fishing, and uh, obviously we always have Sonoma circled on the map uh, uh, in the calendar to, to know that we're going to get to go to Clear Lake at Uncle Wally's house and hang out, and we got to do the same thing this year. And uh, it's uh, it's always fun when you guys come to Sonoma. I know some folks have – Seen the big trucks running up and down I eighty this week, and uh, and everybody's excited uh, that are headed over to Sonoma, uh, both this weekend uh, or both today and tomorrow uh, when uh, when you guys race. But uh, a lot of excitement uh, around uh, Sonoma this weekend. Yeah, it's a great track, and you know it's just something that I think this new uh, next gen car that we started racing this year in NASCAR. It's just a car that really performs well at road courses. It's really suited and tailored to this style of racing. And then particularly for our 14 with Kevin Harvick, we've, we've taken the carousel out of the racetrack this year. They've, they've changed the format a little bit, and they've put some really soft tires that are going to fall off really good, and it's really going to be tailored to Kevin's style. So yeah, it's yeah. just a track and a race that we've had circled personally on our, for our team. And it's just something you come on. Everybody loves to come to Sonoma. Everybody loves Northern California. And 
you know, for you and me, it means that we get to get another fishing trip put together and hang out for a few days. So it's something that we always look forward to. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, we had the boat parked out in front of the hotel last night. It's just surprising uh, how many of the uh, of the folks that work in your sport would rather work in mine. You know, it's something that I always talk about with you, you know, whether it's just driving up the road, having a conversation, heading to the next lake, or, you know, if we get a chance on a show like this. But I'm telling you that that demographic really, really works well together, overlaps together. It's the same, you know, backgrounds and genres of people. And I think it's just something that's just surprising how close it is, you know. Probably a good reason we, why we, we see those why we see those Bass Pro Shops Tracker Marine cars on the track. Uh, Johnny exactly recognizes that, that mean, as well. And that's exactly what I was going to say is that it's just one of those one of those sports where like your sport and my sport we really mesh well together. And it's just something that we have to share a lot of the same sponsors, team owners, team sponsors, and different things like that. So when you get it together and then who doesn't love bass fishing, right? So right. if you're going to put a bunch of guys together that are into adrenaline and building race cars and going fast, you know, they're going to love a top water bite and they're going to love those things too. If they get the chance to experience it. So yeah. Yeah. And that just works good together and metal flight boats that go fast. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that part, that part's and, always fun. Yeah. too, you know, I mean, I think that the, the bass fishing, the sport of bass fishing, back in Charlotte is really popular as well. Yeah. It is across the whole country. It's doing terrific thanks to people like you that have worked hard to get there. But, and it, you know, Charlotte is a hub for bass fishing. is a really, really big deal. Lake Norman and, and so, all kinds of all kinds of great fisheries, yeah. High Rock and Norman and all those places that have got a very right, storied exactly. past, you know, and uh, from yep. – Big tournaments and, uh, and for sure that part, that part's fun, uh, fun to do. Well, man, it's always fun to, uh, to get you on the water. It's always fun when we can, uh, when we can hang out and go fishing. And I know you try to do that every chance you get when you guys are on, uh, on the road. You know, bass fishermen think they travel a lot. How many weekends do you guys do a year? Uh, we'll probably end up, but we have 38 races on the schedule. So that's 38 weeks of racing and then probably three or four different test sessions. So we'll travel for those. So. You end up around 40 weeks of travel. Yeah. You got it. Well, that's, uh, 40 weeks of travel is kind of crazy, but, uh, but that's going to be, uh, uh, that's going to be fun to, uh, to get some off time as well. And, uh, and we look forward to, oh, Sep's coming on. No, Sep's not coming on. Hey, they're waving at me in the studio. I don't know what the hell they're doing two over minutes, here. So two yeah, two minutes. Uh, that, they're so excited to get to the next show, Cheddar. You know how that is. So. I understand. Yes, sir. So where else do you have fishing trips planned uh, with the, re- the remaining part of the uh, of the season? You know, it's kind of a wild deal. So there's some things that we do that aren't always falling into what I would call conventional for me. But when I go to Pocono, we do some striper fishing in a river that we're going to try this year. Um, we've met a friend up there that actually works for uh like the game warden and yeah. so he's he's excited to host us and take us on the river on his boat to go striper fishing and catch a big striper you think he'll cost you as much there's, money as meeting me not a chance no nope. <laughs> but there's a few different ponds that we get the luxury of hitting you know privately owned places that some guys say hey why don't you come on in yeah when i go back to kansas i got a friend out there that i'm gonna do some bass fishing with and excited to do that with him and then uh Obviously, when you get to Daytona, you know our state show is place with him, and there ain't no telling how many days I can sneak away with him and try to get out on the river and fish with him. So 
Well, and uh, and obviously, uh, you know, you, when you get to Arizona, you always have a chance to go fishing with Matt Sher and Johnny Johnson. So um, I do, yeah, yeah. You got a full, uh, you got a full day li- or a full uh, schedule of fishing lined up with the NASCAR schedule. Well, buddy, we'll see you this afternoon, uh, Sonoma Raceway tomorrow for sure uh, for the uh, for the Cup race, and you guys can follow along. Uh, Cheddar's on social media. You can find him, uh, you know, Instagram and and uh, and Facebook and all those places, and uh, catch some great. Uh, archived inter, uh, podcast with the Stuart Haas podcast as well, uh, where they, uh, on more than one occasion talk a little bit of fishing, but, uh, always fun, buddy. Appreciate you hanging out and, uh, and waking up 15 minutes early for me. <laughs> no problem, buddy. Anytime. I'll talk to you later. All right. We'll see you later this afternoon. Uh, Cheddar Smith, Stuart Haas racing, the car chief, the number four driven by Kevin Harvick. You guys can follow along, uh, at NASCAR this week in Sonoma. And if you're going down there, Bodega Bay, Berryessa, Well, just remember, it's NASCAR weekend. Go somewhere else. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. 1-800-BASS-BOAT has been the choice of the pros for tournament-ready bass boat insurance for decades. They offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first 10 years, and up to $5,000 of fishing tackle with just a $100 deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Call 1-800-BASS-BOAT or just go to 1-800-BASSBOAT.COM. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating Waterways. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show man what a crazy show hopefully we helped you a little bit with some clear lake fishing uh get out there and go fishing guys obviously stay hydrated uh as we talked and uh, it's supposed to cool off a little bit this weekend from what we had yesterday yesterday so uh follow along the apex cup on the wild west bastro website through the weekend as well we'll see you guys on the water From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening.
Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sep Hendrickson and California Sportsman.